live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harold. It is 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You know what that means. You're locked and loaded right here on LFA TV. No other place that we would rather be live from America. And I am your ever so humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of this show, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot, broadcasting from the Live Free or Die, live, Granite State of New Hampshire. And it is a pleasure and an honor and a blessing to be here. I'm here joined with producer Eli tonight. And as always, let's get the show started off with some shout-outs. So let us know who you are. Darlene from Michigan. Nolan is watching. Where you're calling in, or I should say, shouting out from. That's important as well. Sheridan Rumble, thank you very much. Time for Truth. Linda from Long Island. Good to see you. Joan from Georgia. Bonnie from Michigan. The UP, it looks like. Kathy from Central New York. How you doing, Kathy? Shout out from Nebraska, JK Alba. Good to see you. Bev from Tennessee. Hello, how are you, Bev? Jan from the Sunshine State of Florida. How you doing, Jan? Savvy from Long Island. Lori V, how you doing? Oregon in the house. Patty from Nebraska. Kathy from North Carolina. And one more, Mary from Cold water michigan thank you all for being here you know i noticed something um you know they like to call us like dumb rednecks for supporting trump which i don't i don't really know where they ever got that from like i never understood where they got the dumb redneck stereotype that made up what a trump supporter was supposed to be because every time i went to a trump rally or every time i went to a uh a Trump event, it was a mix of people from everywhere of all walks of life. I never saw that, you know what I mean, that stereotype in which the left likes to, you know, label us as. But I do notice a pattern in people who vote for Biden. They usually are very low IQ, very ignorant on the actual issues, very ignorant on policy, very ignorant on how a constitutional republic is even supposed to work, don't even know that we are a constitutional republic, have no idea what the Constitution or the Bill of Rights says. And I would say this is, I I would say, across the board. And if you want to go deeper into it, you could say most of them probably have green or purple hair 
or if they're a man, they're actually looking more like a woman than a woman. And they're all, like I said, very low IQ. So here's what I want to do. Let's compare. Let's compare and contrast. This is a dumb Biden. Excuse me. This is a dumb Biden voter. Let's go to the Biden voter first. Roll it. This many provable criminal acts. What are the provable criminal acts, I guess? (sighs) Provable criminal acts. Well, I'm just, I, I, I'm done talking. President that had committed this many provable criminal acts. What are the provable criminal acts, I guess? (sighs) Provable criminal acts. Well, I'm just, I, I, I'm done talking. I'm done talking. I don't have anything to say. I, 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 they stutter. They mumble a lot like Joe when Joe talks. And I started noticing a pattern that these people that say they vote for Biden, they're, they're so low IQ they don't even realize the trouble that we're in because of any support they gave to the left whatsoever. The left needed some kind of a base to cheat on top of, and that's these idiots. That's these idiots. Sounds a lot like this. Roll this. And welcome to Camp David. If I seem like I'm happy, it's because I am. I'm so happy. This has been a great, great meeting. To build an Indo-Pacific supply chain early warning system pilot, and which will alert our nations to disruptions of certain products and materials, like critical minerals or batteries, so we can get ahead of the issues as they appear with the experience uh, that we've experienced during the pandemic. Excuse me, this is falling off. Mr. Prime Minister, Mr. President, I want to thank you for your leadership, and I say it again, for your courage that brought us together. I look forward to working with both of you ahead. Now I will yield to, who am I yielding to? Oh, who am I yielding to? Distinguished guest, the President of the Republic of Korea. We needed the voice of God to tell us Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, I definitely notice a, a similarity between Biden and his voters. They all act the same. Very ignorant, very low IQ, have no understanding whatsoever of this country, pride, what the red, white, and blue, the stars and bars, as we like to call it. They have no idea what that means or what it stands for. Oh, and I'd just like to add, before we get into giving our love and our honor and our gratitude to God for giving us this platform, I would like to add that Biden is, uh, has been accused now of staying in an illegal vacation rental on one of his many vacations around the world as they just fly him around and do the work that he's supposed to be doing for themselves. They love to have a puppet president. Do you guys know billionaire Democrat Tom Steyer? Well, he has a, uh, a mansion that he allows the Bidens to vacation in. And they vacation there, by the way, on uh, taxpayer dollars. It's a mansion, so you know it must cost quite a bit. It's worth about $18 million. And the Biden White House has been staying there off and on on vacation saying, hey, we're, we're, we're paying fair, fair, fair market value. We're, we're, we're paying fair market value to stay in the house. You see, you got you to you gotta, you gotta, you gotta block out the sun and then you, get, you pay the fair market value. But here's the problem. Megan Barth with the Nevada Globe broke the story on Monday saying um, 
you know, as Biden was interrupted on his second vacation of the month for, you know, a day trip to Maui to, oh, laugh at everybody who died. The Globe received a scoop this morning that this complaint was filed by a Douglas County resident with the Vacation Home Rental Advisory Board against billionaire climate investor Tom Steyer, owner of the Glenbrook Mansion, that the first family is renting while on a nine-day vacation. Just so you know, ladies and gentlemen, he faces a $20,000 fine for renting this out when it's not labeled a vacation rental. So, you know, not like it's a big deal, but just the Bidens, totalitarianism, going around thinking they can do whatever they want. Jill Biden dressed as a dinner table or a, uh, a, a window in a 70-year-old's house uh, with the drapes and the, and, the, and the curtains that she wears as dresses. These people think that they could just do whatever they want, much like the Obamas did, much like the Clintons did. See a pattern here? Very low IQ, very little respect for each and every one of you. I would like to say thank you to the following individuals Sharon Garland, Daniel Dummett, Jean Bagnell Thomas, Vicki Schaefer, Chris Uselton, Rich and Doris England, Patricia Watson, Kathy Witt, Linda Waring gave a one-time donation of $25, and I want to thank her so very much. Also, Steve Schielke, also donated one time $50 on JeremyHarrell.com and Lois Boyer. I want to say thank you guys for your donations to the show, and I want to thank all of those who are Rumble Ranters so that we can keep our Slurp Fund uh, up to par and so that we can keep Eli here. Um, We are... We've done quite a bit, all of us together, in the last two years, and let's keep it going. Jesus Calling, evening version, August 22nd, year of our Lord. You have a perfectly loving, infinitely strong father. Even those out there who never had an earthly father, listen to me. You have a perfectly loving, infinitely strong father. So bring your fears freely to him. Open your heart to receive vast quantities of his love. The more of this you hold in your heart, the less room there is for fear. I want to, uh, I just want to stop there real quick. Do you guys, uh, how many of you that are watching right now, it looks like there's about 3,000 of you watching, and thank God, God bless all of you. Um, How many of you that are here watch Rise Up in the mornings? Well, one thing that we do on Rise Up is we basically face our fears. So if somebody needs to admit something that that they've been, you know, fearful to admit or that they've been kind of holding back, Rise Up is definitely one of those shows where we are open to do that and we feel free to do that in Jesus' name. And I got to tell you, the amount of things, that, the, the amount of different, you know, paths that Rise Up takes us compared to what I thought it was going to when we started the show is just incredible. That show is truly guided by God. And, uh, you know, I always like to say LFA TV is powered by the people and protected by God. So, you know, I just thought that, you know, that kind of coincided with, What we talk about on Rise Up, Romans 8.15 says, For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. And 1 John 4.18, There is no fear in love. What is there to fear in love? Thank you, Sean Maga. God bless you, man. Perfect, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. And before you turn out the light tonight, 
Allow your Father in heaven to hold you close to his heart where you know you're safe. Right? In his bosom. That's where you're safe. And that's where, that is exactly where you will be. And that's exactly the kind of comfort that you will get if you seek it. Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? Can I get a like and a share? And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching on your mobile device, but you happen to be watching on the browser, rumble.com on your phone rather than the mobile app, the Rumble mobile app, uh, you'll notice that when you come onto a video, the chat automatically comes up. Click X if you want to click out of the chat and give us a thumbs up. And then click chat again, and it'll bring it back up. They've made the browser work just like the app on the phone. It's quite something else. So, in Jesus' name, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Say it with me, folks. You know it by now. I'm sure we all do. Let's go. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I also want to thank you for all your prayers today. Uh, as me and my family go through, you know, a tremendous loss again. This is the third death this year in our family, and uh, I will continue to um, thank God for your prayers and thank God for your thoughts and your positive energy that you are sending our way. Um, We must be strong. We must be courageous, and that goes back to this morning's Rise Up, so let's do that right now. Lift up your cups, folks. Let's get strong. Let's get courageous because the fight never stops. Please lift up your cups. Trump attorney. Well, excuse me. Before we get to that one, I want to go. I want to go to another attorney by the name of Robert Barnes. Then we'll get to Trump's attorney. Let's go to Robert Barnes for a minute. How many of you know attorney Robert Barnes? You probably don't recognize the name, but as soon as you see him on camera here in a minute, you'll recognize the face. He's the gentleman that's going to be at the bottom of the screen that I'm pulling on. There's three individuals here. There's Alex Christopher. There's Alexander Mercoy. And then there is this gentleman here. And uh, he pretty much lays out. He's like, look, all of this stuff. And I'll kind of give you uh, an an overview of what he says leading up to this. He's like, look, what you got to understand here is none of this stuff is None of this stuff by law, and we know that we're way outside the boundaries of law, but he's like, once you get into these courts of law, like, you know, the appellate courts, the, the federal appeals courts, and, and, and higher up, he's like, the rule of law is still followed. He's like, but these lower courts are so corrupt. Um, they're going to make you believe that they've got all these charges, but he, he basically, he basically slams dunk, slam dunks on these indictments. Um, especially the Georgia one in this video. And I just wanted you to hear this. Let's go ahead and roll but this the clip. Issues, for those that don't know what happened in Georgia, people who are not qualified to vote under the rules set by the state legislature. And he was a Trump lawyer as well. rules under the U.S. Constitution, including people who were too young, people who were not registered at their residence under Georgia. You could only vote if you were registered at your habitation. So you couldn't be registered at a parking lot. You couldn't be registered at a post office box. You couldn't change your registration between counties, least of all between states, before you voted, unless it, you did so uh, at least 30 days before the election day. So you had to vote from your re- you had to v- be registered at your residence in order to vote. 
you had you couldn't be a certain you couldn't be felons who had not yet served your sentence. You could not uh, you could not be uh, you could not have voted in another state, and you could not live in another state, be a legal resident of another state. Well, in those five categories, there are over a hundred thousand people whose ballots they counted who are one of those categories, including more than ten thousand who fit my favorite category, people who had died before they voted. Uh, th- these were we had not only live witnesses. People said my dad died four days before they say he voted. He didn't vote. We had Kate. We had the obituaries. Obituaries printed in the newspaper from three days before. That was probably what triggered them to think, "Hey, we got another one." I think they used obituaries. All right. I want to stop it right here just real quick and we'll come back to it. Now, what did what what he just said is this. And we've never been able to prove this in court because they've never given us the court date at the lower courts all the way up into the state Supreme Court in Georgia and and elsewhere. They said no standing, no standing, no standing. There's there's even been a couple Supreme Court cases where they've said no standing. But do you guys understand what Donald Trump is going to be able to do in a trial? He's going to be able to subpoena and bring forth as witnesses Every single person that witnessed something like this. And what he just said was this. The categories that I just mentioned. They couldn't be a felon and still on parole. Had to have an address. Had to reside this, that, or the other. All those five categories, including you had to be alive. 100,000 voters. 100,000 ballots. At least that they know of for sure in Georgia apply to people that did not meet the standards of those five things. First of all, you had to be alive. 10,000 of them were dead. So that's just, that's just those. Let's not forget the entire warehouse of ballots that is still locked up in Georgia, in Atlanta, under court order that are just sitting there that have never been truly audited, truly exposed, They just were recounted. There's hundreds of thousands of them. So let's not forget all this stuff. I want to go back. I want to play a little bit more of this. I think it's important to hear. He just died three days ago. Uh, And make sure he votes the right way. Uh, Always reminds me of the Chicago uh, joke where they're out organizing voter registration drive. And finally, this young kid looks to the old man. He says, do we have to keep doing this? And as the old man uh, looks around and says, would you here deny any of these good people the right to vote? as they stand in the middle of a cemetery uh, that, you know, that's, that's the way that that voting went. So we had documentary proof of it. The second issue was whether people cast a ballot in a constitutionally permissible way. In other words, according to the rules set by the state legislature, well, for a mail-in ballot to count in Georgia, your signature had to match your signature on your voter registration card. The, we had evidence that more than a hundred thousand votes were cast whose signatures didn't match. Okay. So now you've got 200,000 votes that we know of 100% sure should not have been counted. Never got to court. Now, Holly asked, what if you have a corrupt judge, a corrupt jury, and a corrupt state? Well, first of all, this court case, because of what it is, Donald Trump can carry this along as long as he needs to. And if by chance he's convicted in a state before he's president, he'll be able to get this to go up to appellate court. And he'll be able to relitigate it there in appeals. And he'll be able to stay out during that appeal. Why? Because he's president and he has Secret Service. They're not going to get him on anything ever. And just like he said, when it gets to these higher courts and when they really see this, if it even gets there before Donald Trump becomes president, this stuff doesn't stick. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to please, uh, Jeremy, did you see what President Truth Trump said on Truth Social just now? I did not, but this is why I love our audience. I'm going there right now. I'm going there right now to see what he just said on True Social. All right, I'm on his page. I see a bunch of polls that he put out. Uh, Trump's lead is even larger. Emerson polls. See a bunch of polls. Uh, That's all I'm seeing is him just posting all these polls. There's no actual post. 38 minutes ago, he said, best poll numbers ever. Stay tuned. 43 minutes ago, he said, I was beating Governor uh, Sununu in his own home state, New Hampshire, by so much, almost 50 points. He didn't have the courage to run. He's a selfish guy. I'll be very busy tomorrow night. Enjoy. I'll be very busy tomorrow night. Enjoy. And yes, somebody just said he can call, uh, call Obama as a witness. Why not? Why not, ladies and gentlemen? Call Obama. Call everybody as a witness. All right, folks, please do me the ever so kind favor of sharing this video out, sharing the link out. It should be ever so easy now. Um, He said that he will be busy during the GOP debate. Oh, yeah, he's going to be with Tucker Carlson. That's why. And we're going to be airing it right here on LFA TV. Oh, yeah, baby. And we're going to be airing so much this week. Remember, we've got the RNC um, debate where Mike Crispy and Liz Willis will be live here on LFA TV tomorrow night or tomorrow evening at 4 p.m. So no Pete Santilli tomorrow. We're going to have a live from on the ground in Wisconsin. Mike Crispy and Liz Willis. I'll be here in studio. That'll lead up right into my show. And then... Whenever the Tucker and Trump debate or uh, 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 interview starts, we'll be running that live here too. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is going to be an epic day and an epic night tomorrow. And then we're sending Laura Loomer, who's going to work with us uh, for this event. I guess event is what you call it. And uh, Will Johnson, we're sending them down to cover the processing at the Atlanta Fulton County Jail for President Trump on Thursday. So, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we have a, uh, a, a, a very, very packed, jam-packed week. Yes, tomorrow there will be no Pete Santilli as we are running a special exclusive from Wisconsin. Uh, Mike Crispy and Liz Willis tuning in from the RNC debate. Will this video go straight into Will's live? No, it never does. Jeremy, the Trump and Tucker show will be pre-recorded. Probably already done. I'm, I'm aware of that. Yes, thank you. Um, not watching the, ba- the debates. I know who I'm voting for. Yeah, neither are we. We're just there prior to the debate. So the debates are like 6 or 7. We'll be there at 4 p.m. Uh, Jeremy, you should snag up Ed and Karen from American Sunrise. They need a platform. Uh, all all uh, luck to them, but uh, we have no room uh, for them here on LFA TV. But all best of luck to them. Um, I grew up in Wisconsin, but now I live in GA. Well, <laughs> Fight, there's a fight in both of them, right? Anyway, now we're going to move to Trump's uh, lawyer who turned himself in, Trump attorney John Eastman, turned himself in, booked at the Fulton County Jail for challenging the 2020 Democratic election fraud. President Trump's election lawyer, John Eastman, on Tuesday, today was booked at Fulton County Jail for challenging the Democratic, Democratic election, 
Democrat election fraud in 2020. Marxist Fulton County District Attorney Piggy Willis hit President Trump and 18 others with this RICO case. Today, he turned himself in. We have some footage of that, of him turning himself in. And this pompous reporter uh, with that same look that Kristen Collins, uh, or not Kristen Collins, who was the name of that reporter, Eli, that said, why do you keep calling it the China virus? Anyway, this reporter looks exactly like that. Roll it. I asked him about the 2020 election. Watch some of our exchange. Do you still think the election was stolen? Absolutely. Absolutely. Still. No question. No Sir. question in my mind. And you won't answer on immunity from prosecution. You won't answer that. Do you think that the others in this case have a standing on that? People like Meadows? Uh, no comment. Did they do a mugshot and everything inside? No comment. Thank you, sir. Do you think that you still think that the election was stolen? I do. You do after everything? I do. Wow. Oh, oh let's hold on. Let's I want to pause it at that part where she did that made that face. <laughs> there it is right there. Look. Look at her face. That's what she, that's the look that she made when he said, "Yes, I do." I do. Diane, how much is the promo code for Four Patriots? It's 10% off. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, again, we will not be airing the debates themselves. We will only be airing Mike Crispy and Liz Willis from the debates two or three hours before the debate starts. And then during the debate, I have a feeling that Tucker and Trump will be airing their interview. And that's what we will be airing here on LFA TV. Moving on, ladies and gentlemen, all of this is is just intimidation. His lawyers dragging them through the mud, which is why I think Kevin McCarthy needs to get off of his duff and start doing the same thing and dragging Biden through the mud. And all of the 20, the gang of 20, need to get off their duffs and hold him to account and do a motion to uh, vacate the chair of the speakership if Kevin McCarthy doesn't do something now. You've already heard James Comer and you've already heard the rest say we would vote for impeachment right now. I understand the investigations are still going and you want to have all your ducks in a row, but you already have enough to impeach. There's enough to impeach on a a litany of different things and you can continue to investigate. Okay. Now I want to go to Chicago real quick. Where a 41 year old woman by the name of Tracy Marie Fiorenza was just arrested for making threats to kill Donald Trump and his son, Barron. Roll it. A Chicago area woman is facing federal charges tonight. She's accused of threatening to kill former President Donald Trump and his 17-year-old son, Barron. CBS 2's Sabrina Franza was in the Dirksen Federal Building today as the woman appeared in court. 41-year-old Tracy Marie Fiorenza faces up to a $250,000 fine and up to five years in prison for threatening to kill the former president and his 17-year-old son, Barron Trump. The Chicago-area woman is being accused of threatening to kill the former president and his son in two emails that she allegedly sent to Barron School. Court documents today accuse her of sending those emails from her residence in Illinois to the headmaster of the educational institution where it is believed Barron attend school in Palm Beach County. The first email sent the Secret Service claims on May 21st, which read in part, quote, I will state that I will shoot Donald Trump Sr. and Barron Trump straight in the face at any opportunity I get, end quote. The second email, a Chicago area woman is. All right. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. These people are sick in the head. But you know, you want to know what that woman did not get. She did not get a pre-dawn raid where she got murdered. 
And I'm not saying I wish she had. What I'm saying is that when anybody else makes a threat to a president in any way, shape, or form, they get pre-dawn MAGA murdered. But this woman is alive and well. So I wonder what she'll get. Now, she was arrested by the Secret Service, not the FBI, which I think is rather interesting as well. But there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Now, before we go to our first break, I want to ask you, have you heard of the term chilling? Now, I remember a year ago when I asked you if you had heard the term swatted. Remember when everybody was getting swatted? Tim Pool, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Steve Bannon, and many, many, many others. Well, now there's a new term out called chilling, ladies and gentlemen. And if you hear this new word, chilling, what it means is to do what Gavin Newsom is attempting to do to Donald J. Trump in the state of California. They're trying to ban him or bar him from being on the ballot in their state because they know they're not going to beat him in the court of law and they know they're already losing the court of public opinion. The popularity of urban legends is a testament to the will to believe an increasing number of voices on the left are demanding that like in countries like Iran, America's ballot be subjected to a cleansing in which the government officials now in power will determine who will be on the ballot to succeed them in their power. But constitutional expert Jonathan Turley, who testified before Congress and represented members in court, said that the implications of the agenda are called chilling. This issue is that infamous January 6, 2021 protest turned riot at the Capitol. Leftists insist that President Trump is to blame for everything that happened that day, and they have chosen to define themselves as, or define it as an insurrection. They say that means that they can apply the Constitution's 14th Amendment, which was adopted after the Civil War, and bars those who participate in a rebellion or insurrection to overturn the government from later being elected. Yeah, we get that. So now what they're going to do is they're going to try to use this chilling method in all of the... This is the so they're going to continue to pig pile on the indictments, the arrests, and the arraignments. T- Trump is just going to have to go through this over and over and over again in hopes that they continue to throw shift at the wall, something will stick. That's the one thing you're going to have to understand. The second thing they're going to do is they're going to try to keep him off the ballot. And they're going to do this in every state. They're going to force him to spend money with lawyers to fight this in court next. They don't care because they're spending taxpayer dollars because they're the ones in power. So they can spend, 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 spend. Producer Eli and I today did some math. You know, regular math, not common core math where you look like an idiot. We did some math. And Donald Trump is a multi-billionaire. Not only is Donald Trump a multi-billionaire, but he's got us to make sure that his legal fees will be just fine. Even, even though, ladies and gentlemen, even though they're killing us with inflation and gas prices and energy prices and food prices and everything else. We are dedicated. We are one. We are one movement. And I want to just tell you how much it would cost, how long it would take, to stop Donald Trump, if Donald Trump just committed $1 billion of the $6 billion that he's worth or $5 billion or whatever it is, if Donald Trump committed $1 billion to fight legal fees from here until the end of time, he could spend $50 million a year in legal fees alone. 
And it would take 20 years to eat up that $1 billion. So I just want to let you people out there that know that to keep dragging them through the mud and dragging them through the court systems and doing this new chilling thing that you guys are going to do, you're never going to have him make him run out of money. Never. And we back him. Donald Trump is writing checks that we will cash for him. So go ahead. Keep doing whatever you have to do. But that's why when we get back, retribution is going to be that much sweeter. Retribution will be that much sweeter. 20 years it would take spending $50 million a year just on legal fees. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. All right, moving on, ladies and gentlemen. I want to take a quick break here, and I want to talk about two amazing sponsors of ours. The first one is, well, ladies and gentlemen, it is the great people, Denise and Corey, over at OFP Farms. We got a wrong graphic up there. There it is. OFP Farms, ladies and gentlemen, you know them as those entrepreneurs that took a leap of faith. Look at those little tiny, look at those little tiny goats. I love them so much. They took a leap of, a leap of faith. They said, you know what? We've got to go out on our own. We cannot work for the man anymore. We know we have better products to offer people in this country than any large corporation. And I've got to tell you, as somebody who uses their products every single day of my life, it's one of those things that I could never go back and use something else. I could never go back and use Dove. Or I could never go back and use Irish Spring. I could never go back and use that beard oil that you get at your Walmart or your local Costco or anything like that. My wife says she could never go back and use any of the other lotions that she used before. She loves the chapsticks. My kids love the chapsticks. My kids are always, we need more chapstick. We need more chapstick. We need more chapstick. And they love the OFP chapstick. And I saw a post today on Instagram by Denise and Corey that showed boxes and boxes and boxes and boxes of stuff to send out. And they said, what a good problem to have. And they thanked LFA for, uh, for, for the partnership Uh, being a sponsor here. So ladies and gentlemen, if it's something that you'd like to try yourself, please go to OFPFarms.com. Small farm, big love. Use promo code LFA15, okay? LFA15, it'll get you 15% off. And while you're at it, if you're looking for other ways to be healthy and stay away from the big pharmaceutical places, Field of Greens has got to be your choice, ladies and gentlemen. Field of Greens will change your life. I can promise you. Now they've got a lot of products, as you can see. They've got weight loss products. They've got energy products. They've got energy bars. They've got everything. But the only product that they have that I use regularly, and I'm thinking about using a couple others, is Field of Greens. And I've used this for a year. And I can 100% endorse what this will do for you. I can 100% endorse the change that you feel by being a regular, everyday drinker of Field of Greens. Now, the two that I drink are Wild Berry and Strawberry Lemonade. We even have the raw over here that has no stevia. None of this has sugars added, but all of it has stevia except for the raw. So ladies and gentlemen, there's something here for each and every one of you. And it's Field of Greens, a super food ground into a powder. And as Mike Crispy would say, it makes him a lean, green, globalist fighting machine. Let's go, baby. Yes, and there's Frankie. his endorsement right there. Fieldofgreens.com, ladies and gentlemen. Join in today, fieldofgreens.com. All right, let's get back to it because we've got a lot of news to get to. Now, House GOP. We talked about the investigations that they're doing earlier. Well, the House GOP, while they're waiting on, apparently waiting on Kevin McCarthy, has now subpoenaed FBI and IRS officials in this Hunter Biden case. So this is beyond 
the IRS and FBI whistleblowers. This is officials that have not whistleblowed. These are officials that are still working these cases and still hiding truth from you, the American public. And now they're subpoenaed. Let's see what happens. House Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan of Ohio and House and Ways Means Committee Chairman Jason Sith issued subpoenas for four FBI and IRS officials seeking information related to a meeting with now special counsel David Weiss. Jim Jordan issued subpoenas for FBI special agents Thomas Sobashinsky and Raishia, excuse me, Raishia Holly. And Smith, meanwhile, subpoenaed IRS Director of Field Operations Michael Baddorf and IRS Special Agent in Charge Daryl Walden. IRS Supervisory Special Agent Gary Shapley and Special Agent Joseph Ziegler already contended that Weiss, in his capacity as U.S. Attorney for Delaware, had been denied the ability to bring charges against Biden. You know that story flip-flop over and over and over again. The subpoenas for each of the officials follow requests for voluntary cooperation with the Department of Justice, and they did not comply. So this is the subpoena mode. So I'm wondering if they're going to comply with the subpoenas or if the House of Representatives is willing to hold them in contempt. We will keep up on that story, and I'll let you know how that goes. Now, getting back to this Republican National Committee debate, I want to know. Oh, somebody said we have an old ticker. I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. Let me just change that for you real quick. Sometimes things get through the uh, cracks here on LFA TV. I'm going to change that ticker now because you are right. That is this morning's ticker. So give me just one second. And while I'm doing this, I want to ask you, how many of you are actually, and and don't mislead us here. Don't give us any fake news. How many of you are actually going to watch the presidential debates or the RNC debates Tomorrow night, are you actually going to watch them? And if you're not going to watch them, what are you going to watch instead? Will you be here with us on LFA TV watching the Trump-Tucker interview if that is in fact uh, posted by then? Because I can see pretty much 90, let me see, I'm, I'm reading it right now. Nope, literally nobody. Literally nobody. Everybody's going to watch LFA. So, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we have a 4 o'clock p.m. to a 5 o'clock p.m. hour from the RNC uh, debate stage with Mike Crispy and Liz Willis there. You know they're going to bring the heat. You know they're going to give us what we need to know from the ground. And then we're going right into Live from America. And then whenever Tucker and, and, and Trump's show uh, drops, that is when we're going. So whatever's on LFA TV at that moment, will be interrupted, and we will go right to that. So you're going to want to stay tuned to LFA TV all day tomorrow. All day. We are not going to let up. All right, speaking of the RNC, Larry Elder. Larry Elder is suing the Republican National Committee because he says that he qualified for the debate stage, and they didn't let him on it. Conservative media personality Larry Elder announced today that he plans to sue the RNC for excluding him from Wednesday's primary debate, claiming that he legitimately qualified to participate. But again, folks, this is the RNC we're talking about here. This is Ronna McDumbass and the rest of these losers that think that we are not keen to what they do and think that they still run this party somehow. I mean, this 
Republican uh, National Committee debate is going to tank for Fox News tomorrow. It's going to tank. I hope it does well for Rumble, but I can't wait to see it tank for Fox News. They just can't accept it. He says, quote, I intend to sue the RNC to halt, to halt Wednesday's presidential debate. Ooh, he doesn't even want it to go off. Let's get into this. I said from the beginning that it appeared that the rules of the game were rigged. Little did we know how rigged it was. He posted on Twitter, For some reason, the establishment leaders at the RNC are afraid of, my have, of, of having my voice on the debate stage. Just as I had to, be success, uh, had to fight successfully to be on the ballot in California recall election, I will fight to be on the debate stage because I fully met all of the requirements to do so. The same, RNC, the same day the RNC announced that eight candidates had qualified, including DeSantis, Ramaswamy, Haley, Christie, Scott, Pence, Hutchison, and Dave Burgum. To qualify, candidates needed an, uh, to accumulate 40,000 unique donors, including at least 200 in 20 or more states or territories. They also had to sign a pledge to support the eventual party nominee and clear at least 1% in three qualifying national polls or a combination of national polls and polls from at least two early primary states. Elder's campaign says he met the donor requirements, but the RNC still refused to count Rasmussen polls, saying the surveyor, surveyor has ties to Donald Trump. Do you see how freaking sickening the RNC is? Do you really understand How incredibly disgusting those people that are on that debate stage are, including Ramaswamy. Any real person would not be on that debate stage tomorrow. Hell, as a matter of fact, any real person wouldn't even be running for president. They would be supporting Donald Trump and they would have been on the campaign trail with him this entire time. Anybody who gives any of these losers an ounce of their time, an ounce of their money, or an ounce of their vote is also a loser. Do you want to be a loser? It's there. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are there. I'm a loser. Period. I'm a We're at that point. You're either with us or against us, baby. That's and how it goes. And that's how I, and that's where I stand. That's where I stand. These scumbags will do anything to keep Trump away. They will not count a Rasmussen poll because it's tied. They say the surveyor of the poll has ties to Donald Trump. But yet they begged him to come and debate. They begged him to come and debate so they could get the ratings. Screw all of them. That's just the way it goes. Screw every single one of them. Including Ron DeSantis. Do you know that that loser Fox News station and Martha McCallum, they gave Ron DeSantis an opportunity to apologize for the listless vessels comment. I want, here's what I want to, here's what I want to ask you. Before I play this video, how many of you think that Ron DeSantis apologized for calling Trump's base listless vessels? I want to see how many people get it right and how many people get it wrong. I'm pulling up the live chat now while I drink some of my rise up coffee. Do you think that he said yes 
I apologize, or do you think he did not apologize? Let's see. No, nope, no, no. No, 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 no. No, he never will. He didn't, he didn't, no. No, no, I don't know about the Fannie Willis thing. Sorry, guys. No, no, no. No, wow, everybody thinks he did not apologize. Guys, he was given an opportunity on Fox News to apologize, and you guys don't think he did? Wow. Well, let's see. By the way, share the video. Let's see. So tell me a little bit about uh, that comment that you made over the weekend. And we played it in its full context. Uh, I know you felt that in some cases it was taken out of context. But if it was misinterpreted, explain to us what you meant in that. Well, Martha, every Republican voter I've ever come in contact with, whether they're strong for Trump, lukewarm, or anything in between, wants us to stand on principle when you get elected or if you're involved in this process. And I think one of the big problems with our party for many, many years is people say they're going to do certain things and then don't end up following through. And so at the end of the day, it's what are we delivering for the people that have put us into office? And in the state of Florida, I can say uh, that I have delivered more for America First principles than anybody else in the country. I mean, we've prohibited the CCP from purchasing land. Uh, we've cracked down on illegal immigration, expanded Second Amendment rights. We got indoctrination uh, out of our schools. We have universal school choice and our crime rates at a 50-year low because we've done things like remove Soros-backed district attorneys. So that, it's about results. And I think what you've had, the people in Congress that I was referring to that have attacked me and tried to say somehow that, that I was a rhino, uh, they're putting entertainment and personality over principle. Uh, our voters want us to stand on principle and fight for them. Hey, Eli, did you hear an apology in there? I, I might have missed it. I, did, I, didn't hear, I didn't hear an apology. He had the perfect setup. Martha McMoron actually gave him a layup. She actually gave him an alley-oop right in front of the rim. The rim was only four feet tall, so he didn't need his platform shoes to dunk. All he had to do was walk by, grab the ball, and dunk it in. What an absolute jerk. You didn't have to apologize to Donald Trump, Ron. You had the, you had the opportunity on a massive platform to say, you know what, I know that probably I, I, it was taken out of context, but I know it sounded like it was legit. And I didn't mean it that way, and I apologize. Nobody would believe him, but at least it would have been an integrity move. He sat there smiling with a shit-eating grin on his face like some kind of a pompous elitist, and he just gave you a politician answer. He gave you a political answer. He gave you the spin. That's the guy that said he's going to take the, take the uh, deep state by the reins. That's the guy right there that says that he's going to do what Donald Trump could never do. That's the guy. Do you believe him? Do you believe that he says he can, that he's going to do what he says he's going to do and absolutely demolish the deep state because he's so damn strong? <laughs> dumb, dumb award of the day for Ron the dumbass. Sorry for the swearing. That's what he is. You guys, you guys see this with your own eyes. It's not like I'm just like, like, just hating on DeSantis. Like, we have reason to hate on the guy 
for his political views and, 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 his, and his lack of integrity. It's just lack of an integrity, folks, at this point. That's all it is. Moving on. You're really going to like this story. Lift up your cups, ladies and gentlemen. Have some of that Rise Up coffee. Check this out. The greatest thing about this story that I'm about to read for you is it, was, it comes from the AP, from the Associated Press. Now, you know that the Associated Press was them and PolitiFact, PolitiFake were responsible for getting my uh, Facebook and my YouTube taken away from me for life. Lifetime ban. Now, look at this headline. Right-wing sheriff's group that challenges federal law is gaining acceptance around the country. Wow. Okay. You got me. Against the background hum of the convention center, Darleaf settled into a club chair to explain the sacred mission of American sheriffs. Now, you hear we talk about American sheriffs all the time and the power that American sheriffs have. Okay? Quote, the sheriff is supposed to be protecting the public from evil. The chief law enforcement officer for Barry County, Michigan, said during a break in the National Sheriff's Association 2023 conference in June, quote, when your government is evil or out of line, that's what the sheriff is there for, protecting them from that. Now, Leaf is on the advisory board of the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, founded in 2011 by former Arizona Sheriff Richard Mack. The group known as CSPOA teaches that elected officials must protect their citizens from the overreach of an out-of-control federal government by refusing to enforce any law they deem unconstitutional or unjust. Now, before we go on, how many months, how many years have we been preaching about the power of the sheriff? Ladies and gentlemen, can I get a share out of you? Can I get a sheriff out of you? Now, remember, the sheriff is an elected official. They are an elected official, folks. They are there at the will of the people to protect the people of that county. When you are talking about the Second Amendment being your last line of defense, do you want to know what that coincides with? Your sheriff's protecting you. They can deputize you. They are more powerful than the federal government. I've been saying this for so long. Quote, the safest way to actually achieve that is to have local law enforcement understand that they have no obligation to enforce such laws, Max said in an interview. They're not laws at all anyway. They're unjust laws. They're laws. They are forms of tyranny. And that is it. The project was produced by the Howard Center for Investigation Journalism in collaboration with the Arizona Center for Investigative Reporting, the Howard Center based in Arizona State University's Walter Cronkite's School of Journalism and Mass Communication is an initiative of the Scripps Howard Fund to honor of the late news industry executive and pioneer Robert W. Howard. Ladies and gentlemen, this is picking up Steve. The sheriff's group have railed against gun control laws, COVID-19 mask mandates, and public health restrictions. The sheriffs are going to be your heroes. The sheriffs are going to need to be who you turn to in this next stage of war. They are going to be the ones that protect you. They are going to be the ones that deputize you. They are going to be the ones that save your counties, that save your communities, and that ultimately save your states. From your governor's uh, brown shirts, which are known as the state police. And this is gaining steam around the country, especially, especially as tyrannical laws are coming down the pipeline, ladies and gentlemen. Sheriffs are elected officials. Get out there and run today. Get out there and back them today. Because these men, ladies and gentlemen, and women are going to be the backbone of the next stage of this war that we are in against our out of 
touch tyrannical government right now. So, having said that, the Smarty Award of the day goes to Mr. Leaf and the rest of these people that are gaining steam on this one. Let's go, baby. I am ready. Deputize me. I'll put all these people behind bars. <laughs> you know we will. You know we will. All right, ladies and gentlemen, before we go to our last... Oh, actually, let's go to our last break real quick here because you're going to love the news that I got next. But first, are you ready for the next stage of war? Because part of you being ready for the next stage of war, A, preparedness in your family, making sure you got your bug out bags, your med kits, making sure you got food, making sure you got water, making sure you got seeds, making sure you got power, making sure you got everything you need. You're making sure that you've got uh, your insulin, making sure that you've got uh, antiseptic, making sure that you've got some kind of um, uh, penicillin, always. But another thing that you're going to need is currency. And our currency is dropping faster than DeSantis's poll numbers. Our currency is dropping faster than Nancy Pelosi's breasts <laughs> or her face. So, ladies and gentlemen, there's only one way you're going to be able to ensure that you have currency, and that is with precious metals. Doesn't have to be gold, doesn't have to be silver, doesn't have to be silver, doesn't have to be gold, doesn't have to be palladium or platinum, but it does have to be one of them. Maybe not all of them, but one of them. So, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready today? You're only a few steps away. Call them now. Chat with them online. Go to goldco.com slash live. Or call 855-559-3433 today. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into the nitty-gritty. J.B. Pritzker in Illinois has invited hostile foreign spies into the Illinois police force. Imagine a nightmare scenario where an American citizen walking along an American street is arrested, detained, and questioned by police officers who serve as hostile foreign governments such as China, Russia, or Iran. Well, the foreign cop might be a spy charged with keeping track of U.S.-based persons on interest, of interest on behalf of his government. Well, this might read like some kind of a dystopian novel about the collapse of American society, but this scenario is now legal under Illinois law. As it is in a handful of other states, Illinois Governor Porky Pritzker has created the possibility for foreign spies to join the Illinois police force with his signature on House Bill 3751, a bill intended to mitigate Illinois police recruiting crisis. I wonder why. I wonder why we're having a police recruiting crisis. Maybe like they defunded the police, did it on purpose so they could have an invasion of the southern border and get as many illegal aliens as they could in here to disrupt everything, burn everything. Uh, Voters, uh, have fake voters, have fake ballots of people that aren't even American citizens and join our police police forces and come after us and our properties. Hmm. You want to stay an American citizen? Shake these people down and take their house. Ladies and gentlemen, Illinois, my home state where I was born, needs all the heroic action it can get. So you talked about uh, sheriffs. Well, Illinois needs sheriffs now. Step up and save your land. Step up and save your state. Step up and save your country. Because we are now in another stage of war. It's not coming. It's here. So I'm saying time to rally the troops. Let's do that now. Uh, unfortunately, by skipping the debates, Joe, uh, Donald Trump may actually be helping Joe Biden because he's giving Joe Biden ex- an excuse for not debating Donald Trump. That's one of the things that uh, Ronna McDaniel told the former president when she was training. And what do you think? There's no factory. And and Ducey, and they're talking, well, isn't he playing into 
Ronald McDaniel says he's playing into uh, uh, Biden's hands because Biden won't uh, debate him. Biden's not debating. No to Fox. Don't let's treat people like morons. Biden's not debating anybody. He's already they're not even having a primary. So how's he going to use that against Trump? How how dumb do you think people are? Donald Trump may actually be helping Joe Biden. Tim Scott, Nikki Haley, Vivek, uh, Mayor Suarez, potentially, Larry Elder, potentially. That's one of the things that uh, Ronna McDaniel told the former president. We have to win back the Senate. We have to hold the House and keep Kevin McCarthy as speaker. Keep Kevin McCarthy as speaker. The Murdochs are in back of this. That's what's driving the Keebler And here's what I love about what Trump said, John Fredericks. He came out and said, I'm not doing any debates. How about that? I'm not going to do any debates in any primary because there is no primary, and that includes the second Fox debate at the Reagan Library. John Fredericks, you get the last word here, brother. Well, listen, Steve, if there was ever a time where we all had to stand in unison with President Trump, it's right now because, look, what Fannie Willis did is she has, has attempted to indict and jail an entire movement of people. This is really what this is. And what their goal is, is to bankrupt everybody. And the message they're sending is, if you don't do exactly what we say and speak the way we want you to speak, we will indict you, we will destroy your life, we will destroy your family, or you will go to jail, or all of the above. So you have to do exactly what we say. That was what Fannie Willis did, and all of us have to say, we've had enough. So I'm done, I'm not covering these people. I'm upset that every single one of them has not said what has gone down with Fannie Willis in Atlanta is an assault on our freedom and constitution. And I'm gonna be damned if I'm going there to cover these clowns. Ladies and gentlemen, before I go, I want to tell you a little story about me and John Frederick. Say what you want about that guy, but that guy, wrong or right, he's always in the fight. I came out of a hotel room at at an event that John Fredericks and I did together, and I know he's playing for the other team and this, that, and the other. I get it, but he's on the side of freedom one way or the other. I came out of my hotel room one night, and he was coming out of his hotel room. We bumped into each other in the hallway. He looked at me, and he said, Jeremy, I said, John, I said, how you doing? He said, our country is so, and it's time to fight. A bloody war. I'm not far off of that, uh, John. I'm right there with you, brother. And that's how you know who the real people are in this. Is people who look you in the eye and say, I'm ready for war. And that's what he said to me in the middle of a hallway, in the middle of a hotel, in the middle of the country. Ladies and gentlemen, I love each and every one of you. I want to thank you for being here. I want to thank you for those who donated Rumble Rants tonight. I want to thank you. Donate on JeremyHerald.com. Remember, on JeremyHerald.com and on LFATV.us, on our overstock list, everything is $10. We just marked that down last night. That also is another way to help us. So remember, folks, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God. And no weapon formed against you will, ever, will never, ever prosper. The fight continues here on LFA TV. Jump out of this feed and jump into Culture Wars next with Will Johnson. Keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close. And whatever you do, no matter what, keep spreading that gospel. I love you. Peace out.
that we first in America.